This is the Truth Network. My, my. What beautiful blossoms we have this year. But look, this one's late. But I'll bet that when it blooms, it will be the most beautiful of all. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower is sweet. But the fruit of the poor lemon is impossible to eat. Southern trees, bear strange fruit. Blood on the leaves. And blood at the root. Christian Carguy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. They say the neon lights are on Broadway. Faith is always matching in the air. We're walking a tightrope high in the sky. We can see the heart of the We're walking a tightrope. On today's Christian Car Guy show. <laughs> oh, wow. There is no speed limit on a tightrope. I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but I'm just saying. Or. Eating an unripe persimmon. There's no speed limit on a tightrope or eating an unripe persimmon. Yes. (laughs) The late bloomer is often the most beautiful. They say that neon lights are bright on Broadway. Lemon tree, very pretty. Nip it in the bud. And strange fruit. Well, I bet you that has your mind spinning. I know it has mine. So after Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, you know, the people were astonished. How about you? Are you astonished? Well, all those things have been astonishing me all week. They've been running around in my mind, and I've actually been very excited to share all of them with you. So what about these fruits and these tight ropes and All these different things. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. We also have with us today the American Society of Safety Professionals. We have Dr. Pratt that's going to be with us shortly as soon as we can figure out what's going on with our phone system. We're trying to, our producer's trying to arrange that. But in the meantime, we can get right down to, Robbie, what do you mean there's no speed limit on a tightrope or eating an unripe persimmon? (laughs) Well, freedom when you think about it, to run as fast as you want anywhere your heart desires, right? How would you like that kind of freedom? It's inviting, isn't it? I mean, absolute freedom has no limits. And Jesus told us, but oh, how I have misunderstood it, right? Matthew 7, 13, enter ye at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way. (laughs) Maybe there's one piece of the hint right there. Broad is the way that leads to destruction, and many there be which go therein. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few that find it. 
Note the spelling of the word straight there, by the way. It's not S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T, but S-T-R-A-I-T, as in the Straits of Gibraltar. So this is, this is a really narrow, almost like a tie rope, if you think about it. And they say the neon lights are bright on Broadway. I mean, isn't it astonishing that the Broadway, when you think about it, it leads to slavery. And the narrow way, well, that leads to freedom. And, and if you think about a funnel flipped on its narrow side, right, first that opens up to freedom, but the wide side leads to slavery. So try to picture that in your mind. If you had a funnel that was going one way, the broad way of the funnel, right, leads into bondage. But if you come in through the narrow side of the funnel, it ends up widening out, which leads into freedom. And not coincidentally, by the way, Psalms 119.32 says, the same thing. I will run in the way of your commandments when you enlarge my heart. So there's that tightening, right? I will run through, you know, in, 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 in your commandments, but that's going to enlarge my heart. And, and really, really cool this, when you look into that, the, um, the way, the, the word commandments in Hebrew is actually mitzvah, which essentially encompasses, when you think of the word mitzvah, it encompasses this whole idea of the way. So when a Jewish boy turns 13, he gets a bar mitzvah, a son of the way. Well, <laughs> this astonishing thing to think that, wow, who is the way? When, if it's a son of the way, that would be a son of the Jesus, right? I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So there's the coolest thing of all. What is the Jesus the way to? No one comes to the Father except by me. He is the way, and that's the narrow way, by the way, <laughs> the straight way, which is all kind of pointing out towards back to freedom. But it's oh, oh, so narrow, right? And you think about how easy and straight the way is when you know exactly what Father God, what he would like you to do. I mean, when you know it for sure, like the prodigal son, right? If you could picture him coming back to the steak dinner, he is going to be like right on that. And I have missed opportunities, right? Like I've never forget the night God showed me how I'd missed opportunities to serve him by simply reconnecting with old friends. And so when I knew that was exactly what I was supposed to be doing, I could hardly wait to get to it, right? And when you know exactly what God's doing, it's really a narrow, straight, and, and, and also very, very fun because you know, oh, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So Jesus made that way with his work, and there is nothing I have or will do that can get me there. And with an enlarged heart and knowing the will of the Father, right, I'll be free from that bondage of sin and can run, and I mean run. So I think I may have my guest on, and I'm going to try to just put her on the air and see if we can get this done here. Stephanie, nope, she's not there. So we are still waiting on Stephanie Pratt, who um, is going to join us, about automated safe vehicles. So we're going to hear about that. We've been talking about the way. <laughs> and the, the, the fascinating thing is that, you know, that, that, that here we are – in the 
with the way that cars are being built today, more than 90% of the new cars sold in the United States have at least one advanced driver assistance feature, such as adaptive cruise control or automated parking and blind spot monitoring. So talk about the way being that way. And at least, you know, by 2022, 22 automakers will have automatic emergency braking in vehicles. And so all of these features aim to improve safety, right? 40% of the um, drivers surveyed said at some point their vehicle behaved in a way that they did not understand. So obviously we got a lack of communication and that's why we're going to get Stephanie Pratt hopefully here when we can get our systems working. But we have some kind of phone issue today. So we're, we're working on that. But getting back to the second half of what I started out with, uh, which is there is no speed limit on a tightrope, you know, but the second part of that or eating an unripe persimmon. So, <laughs> you know, a little later in the Sermon on the Mount, which is where, you know, we, where Jesus talked about the narrow way versus the wide way. But a little later in that same chapter seven, coming up to the end of that, he says, a good tree cannot bear good fruit. I mean, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. And I have just been pondering that all this week. So my question is that, you know, how is it that I can be a good guy one minute, love, joy, peace, patience, and then the next one, get mad, raise a fuss, go off and pout. (laughs) So I'm trying to understand this. Like, how could I be a good tree? And sometimes it just clearly seems like I've got bad fruit coming out. I mean, it just does. And what's even scarier about that verse is, you know, I have dear, dear family members who I know haven't yet found the way, right? They haven't come through Jesus. And so are they corrupt trees and i am obviously very concerned they're gonna get thrown in the fire so when i i was sharing these questions that i have about this this week by the way if if you think you have an answer to exactly what i just described like how is it that i can have bad fruit coming out when i'm hopefully a good tree hopefully in christ I would love your take on that. 866-348-7884. Maybe we can take your call. I hope we can. We're trying to get our phones to work. We'd love to hear from you. 866-34-TRUTH. You're going to find out about the persimmon when we get in a minute. we got so much more. Christian Car Guy Show coming up. Stay tuned. Broadway, and they say the neon lights are bright that way, and there's a tightrope. So, or which way might be you be walking today? And interestingly, it kind of ties in with our special guest who we finally got on the air. I believe Stephanie, are you with me finally? Stephanie, can you hear me? I can. Wonderful, wonderful. We are so grateful for your patience with our phone struggles this morning, but nonetheless, that's. 
that's technology sometimes. Yeah. And if you could speak up a little bit, because I'm still having a hard time hearing you. Um, but that's just it. Uh, so many people have got this new technology on their car, but they say they don't understand it in this survey. Um, that's true. Um, my name is uh, my name is Stephanie Pratt. Um, I'm a member of the American Society of Safety Professionals, ASSP, which is a, a workplace safety organization. And um, I am an author of a technical report that uh, ASSP has just published, and it's a blueprint for companies to safely manage their fleets that include these vehicles with automated features for, for the purpose of making the roads safer for everybody. And it is true uh, that a study by the University of Iowa found that 40% of the drivers they surveyed said that at some point their vehicle behaved in a way that they didn't understand. And this points out the importance of drivers knowing what their car can do and and what it can't do. And and is there a common thread that you found in in the people not understanding what their car was doing? Well, uh, the information that that I can, can give you is not based on the survey, but there are several reasons why people um, may not understand um, that we can point to. Um, first, the names of the systems on the cars uh, aren't the same. The symbols that are used, the way they operate, are not the same across all manufacturers. And when we think about... Um, our personal vehicles versus the vehicle we might drive for work, they may be totally different and have different features. Um, for example, um, many vehicles for, for a number of years have had what's called forward collision warning, and this is something that uses sensors to warn you that you may um, be getting too close to the vehicle in front of you. It simply warns you, you have to take action. Other vehicles will also have automatic emergency braking, a newer feature that actually takes the information from forward collision warning and acts on it to apply the brakes to to avoid a crash. So you need to know, does your vehicle have simply the warning or does is it possible it may apply the brakes in, in response to the warning? Yeah, and I think you know, one of the one that's really common in many, many vehicles today is adaptive cruise control, and that works different, doesn't it? Yes, adaptive cruise control is similar in that to the automatic emergency braking, in that it does automatically adjust the distance between uh, your your vehicle um, and the vehicle in front of it, um, rather than simply driving at a set speed and then relying on you to uh, slow down if, if you need to. Uh, and there are there are many other uh, features that are, are really just going to warn you, for example, um, a lane departure warning, blind spot detection. So in all these cases, we, we need to remember that those, that technology is there to assist us, but what we have right now can't make the decisions for us. And the human in the, in the vehicle is still responsible for controlling the vehicle and is certainly the best safety feature uh, as long as we are where we are right now with, with automation. 
Yeah, I, I love that statement that the driver's still the biggest safety feature in the car because, and it will uh, be it will be that way for for a long time to come, and that's why uh, we developed the report to to make sure that companies were changing their policies and procedures to, to consider the new features that are on vehicles, because. In reality, companies and the people who drive for them share responsibility for for safety. And a vehicle that's driven for work is a is a piece of work equipment. So you're 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 referring to fleets of people that own fleets I'm of vehicles. Referring vehicle. to fleets, yes, primarily to fleets. Although um, one could say that um, if an individual is driving their own vehicle for work, then there is there is still a degree of responsibility if that's being driven for work purposes. But yes, our reports, uh, our report is looking primarily at vehicles that would be owned or leased by the company and uh, issued to the driver. Therefore, the, the employer has a role to play in deciding what features go on that vehicle and making sure that the driver understands what those features are and, and how they operate, and also changing other types of policies. They need to, to think about working this into their maintenance policies. If there is a crash, they need to review how that system operated, if it was involved in the crash in any way, did it deploy, what did the vehicle do? So uh, we're saying that even though we don't have full automation yet, that employers still need to consider how they need to change their policies right now. What about rent-a-car companies? Wow, I would think that would be... Rental cars is a thorny issue because in that case, uh, the employer obviously doesn't have any direct um, influence other than they can tell the employee that if they're not certain how the vehicle is operating, if, if the vehicle has features that their car, their own car doesn't have, they need to ask questions um, so that they are comfortable and confident with the vehicle. You know, yeah, which would a, be the same for anybody car, renting a car, right? <laughs> I mean, absolutely, if, absolutely. Yeah. And when we when we get it in a vehicle that's not familiar to us, we'll check the you know we'll check for the location. Uh, wow, I, I hate we got to go to a break, Stephanie, but thank you so right. much for what you're doing. And clearly, we all need to get a lot more education on what these cars are doing, especially when we're getting a car that's not familiar to us. So God bless you. Thank you so right. much and for you your patience with us sure. today. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who by the way I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of My Pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all My Pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillow. 
pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. Speed limit on a tightrope. Just saying, you can go as fast as you want. Or eating. There's no eating an unripe persimmon. So we're gonna. We haven't talked about the unripe persimmon. We talked a little bit about the tightrope. We had a chance to hear from Stephanie about these automated vehicles, and I, I, I find that whole thing fascinating. As we begin to lose our freedoms <laughs> to. Um, apply the brakes at our own free will and those things as, as you begin to drive these cars it becomes more and more clear that we need to be well, when you run a car or you get in a car that you're not familiar with um trying to understand what's going on and it, and it leads to a point that um happened to me this week which often happens to me that somebody will say hey you're the christian car guy robbie come take a look at this car <laughs> i've got a problem which uh Actually, was a lady that worked here was talking about her doors weren't operating. She had electric doors on a minivan, and for some reason, the remote wouldn't wake, make them work. She could push the button inside the car, and it wasn't making it work, and, and she just couldn't figure it out. So when I walked out there to look at it, I noted that, gee, when you go to push these buttons, the thing makes a sort of a beeping sound like it's telling you, I don't want to close the doors, like there's something going on. So I said, um, have you got the owner's manual? And here's the wonderful thing that, 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 that I, I believe all the manufacturers provide owner's manuals. <laughs> yes, God did, by the way, and you can't help but see the connection here. But as I flipped through the owner's manual, I noted that these electric doors had a kill switch so that they wouldn't operate. And it was right there on the dash, and it just happened to be right about where her knee would hit it. And I was like, um, you note that button right there? It looks like it's been depressed. And as soon as we hit that button, boom, the door started to work again. And again, the, the point being that there are so many features on these cars today. There's so many different electronics, whatever. The owner's manual becomes more of a, more of a critical a, a asset to your being able to operate the vehicle. And it would be really, really helpful from my point of view that a good salesman, when you pick up your car, would go over these kind of features with you. At least go over the fact that you've got an owner's manual. And when I sold cars, it was always a critical thing to me to show somebody, here's the owner's manual. I know you're not thinking you're going to read this great big thick piece of material. But it's really, really helpful to realize that in the back of every owner's manual I've ever seen, there is an index. And so it didn't take me reading her entire owner's manual to figure out how her doors didn't work. It was just simply going to the index and look for the electric doors. And, and, and it didn't take me minutes to figure out exactly that way. Well, the reason I know that is I'm very familiar with owner's manuals. <laughs> 
And the point is, as we get more familiar with God's word, you know, we got a better idea of where to turn, you know, when we don't know why the doors aren't closing or when we don't know, you know, how to run in the way of his commandments. So, you know, that that is a wonderful word, I think, on on owner's manuals. But I also wanted to mention this week with the Jesus Labor Love, I had the absolute joy, and I mean joy of of um, seeing a single mom, a widow, actually. She'd been riding a bicycle all summer, and, and a car was donated, actually, by an employee here at Truth Broadcasting. And we were down at the DMV to get this lady a car, and when you get to see that, and you get to see God come through, and you get to see God get the glory, I mean, that's a really, really special moment. But as you might imagine, there are new needs. They come up every single day and there's all sorts of stuff going on. And one of them that broke my heart, I've been mentioning for the last few weeks that we, you know, are essentially running out of donations that to be able to help people. And I had a lady this week that called and asked for my help. Well, she actually had sent an application and I, and I talked to her and I prayed with her and she was literally has a, a child with autism. She's got a van that the transmission's out in and she has found a transmission. She's putting the transmission in the car herself. And she was telling me how she was taking this crowbar and taking the axles and, and she accidentally um, cut the boot on the axle and now she needed $137 to get the parts that led to repairing all this and she was asking me for my help. And, and the situation was... I didn't have it for the first time in a long time. There was no way to be able to meet that need. And at the same time, I got like three different (laughs) single moms needing vehicles. And, and interestingly, two of them was special needs children. I don't know how it, it seems like it's always happening. I have a situation in Johnson City, Tennessee. I have a situation in High Point. I have a situation that is sort of in Walnut Cove, North Carolina. And, and interestingly, in each, each case, these are vans. So, you know, I'm feeling like, wow, we, we, we've, we've run out of resources, but all these needs keep pouring in, so we need to pray. <laughs> so I thought, would you be so kind as just to pray with me right now? Because, Lord, we just need your help. Jesus, I thank you so much for all the needs that you meet through this ministry all the time. But we um, are so grateful that we can participate. I know you're going to meet these needs. I have no doubt in my mind that you're going to meet these needs, if not through us, through someone. And so I just pray that you'll meet them and, and that these people asking for help will find that maybe from a relative or maybe from somewhere else. But if it be through this ministry, Lord, I pray that you would put it on the hearts of people um, so that they would have a tightrope to walk on to go, I'm, boy, I'm excited. I get to actually give to this ministry or pray for this ministry, whatever that may be. If somebody has a car, a van specifically that's in one of these areas we talked about, Lord, I pray that you would put it on their hearts. I just thank you that I know you're in this and I know you're working in it. And I ask that you would be the hero of the story, that you would get the glory, that people would see that you would meet their needs, that these single moms, widows would know that you're right there with them through this that they're going through and that they can turn to you and have life and have it abundantly. And I ask this in Jesus name. Amen. So I wanted to share all that. Of course, you may wonder, Wabi, what do I do with that? Well, if you're not familiar, we have Jesus. Labor Love is all at ChristianCarGuy.com. So 
If you go to ChristianCarGuy.com, there you're going to find the Jesus Labor Love tab where you can donate. You can either donate by credit card there or the address. You can send a check and there's no credit card fees or anything. The money goes straight in there. Or if you've got a car to donate, there's ways to, to do that there at ChristianCarGuy.com as well as, you know, access to the podcast or any of the information I've all the stuff from Stephanie is posted up there today, as well as there's no speed limit on a tightrope. All those scriptures I referenced and all are there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And of course, one of the cooler things that I get to do is the podcast, right? That the, the Jesus, um, excuse me, the Christian Car Guy Theater, um, which has an episode coming out here in a couple of weeks. And so there's all those podcasts of previous shows, all the Christian Car Guy Theater, all that stuff there at ChristianCarGuy.com. So I did want to get to this persimmon part because this is the part that, that really <laughs> my friend, you know, I was talking earlier about how Jesus um, said in the Sermon on the Mount that how can a good tree produce bad fruit you know that it can't you know you don't get you know an apple from a thorn bush and that kind of thing and so you can't help but wonder how is it that sometimes I've got good fruit and sometimes I got bad fruit and my friend looked at me and said Robbie have you ever tried to eat a persimmon that wasn't ripe he said you know and he made this face that really is unforgettable so I have a picture of a child eating a persimmon (laughs) it wasn't ripe at my website to kind of get that picture that, wow, maybe our fruit isn't ripe. But as I pondered that even more, I thought, you know, sometimes I let a worm get in my apple. And sometimes, you know, maybe I let the birds come and peck off into where it gets a little bit rotten. Or sometimes I let the foxes nip it in the bud, as we talk about often in the beginning of the show that, wow, because what, one of the things I'm really concerned about, I bet you are too, you got people in your family, you don't want them to be the one that bears bad fruit and ends up thrown in the fire. Well, I have Paul Williams, a good friend of mine in Yadkinville. He's calling in. He's got something to share. I'm anxious to hear it. Paul, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I am great, and I'm really glad our phone system's working again. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, my cell phone's a little spotty, so I hope you don't lose me. But I wanted to, uh, I just, I heard, I tuned in. And heard your part your, about the ladies that have these fans that, that they're having troubles. Uh, I would like to start your donation fund this morning with $100. Oh, that is huge, Paul. Thank you. God bless and you. I, and I would challenge anyone who has ever dealt with a disabled child Thank you, Paul. Thank you. We got to go to a break. We'll be right back. I would stay on the line with us, Paul. I want to talk to you. We'll be right back. Southern trees, bear strange fruit, blood on the leaves. And blood at the root Black bodies swinging In the southern breeze 
fruit hanging. From the trees, this Billy Holiday from 1959. And I. Uh, uh, you listen to the Christian Car Guy show. If you're wondering, Robbie, where'd you get that? Well, I I was looking for songs about fruit like this and came across this one from Billie Holiday, and 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 it points to, I mean, how horrible can our fruit get when we start to concern ourselves with ourselves, uh, when we are plugged into how to make things better for us rather than plugged in to Christ and. You know, that's a real challenge because how quickly in my own life, you know, I don't know about anybody else, but I mean, I can go from being plugged into the Jesus labor love and doing this good stuff and, and helping somebody and, and with one crossword or somebody cutting off me in traffic, and then immediately, man, I tap into that self root and it gets downright scary when we went on the break i had my good friend paul with me paul i'm so glad you hung on i'm with you rob <laughs> that's a I'm challenging 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 verse and, and honestly i i'm so grateful for prayer because i've spent some time with god about you know how does this exactly work that i can well you know um i have dealt with and have uh, handicapped children in my life, uh, and I can just imagine what these people are going through uh, with their vans. I want to give everyone that's listening a small transmission tip directly from one of our former mechanics. There you go. At Westside. Okay. And Chris... <laughs> Chris told me that anytime you're in a drive-thru or you're sitting in a stoplight, put your vehicle up in neutral so that it is not pulling against the transmission the whole time you're waiting, and that will add much life to your transmission. There you go. That Chris Snyder was an amazing trans. He fixed many a transmission for me. I can tell you that as well as you. That's a great tip today, Paul. God right. bless you. I thank you so much well, for that. And I thank you for your, you, gener God. your generosity. And I do pray. I do. I mean, there's so many people that have needs and there's all sorts of things that are out there that Lord will guide you and, and put us all on the narrow way on exactly what he wants. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. God bless. I want to, uh, Make that donation in the name of my daughter, Amanda. Oh, that's wonderful. That is so wonderful. And we continue to pray for your healing through that, Paul, as I know that that's a, that's a tough, um, I, 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 yeah. You know, the ministry puts you, God puts you where he wants you, where he needs you. Uh, I am actually sitting outside an assisted living center getting ready to go in and ah. see a lady who has been uh, in my life since the 70s, and she uh, has come upon a very fast-acting uh, Alzheimer's oh, situation. No. And uh, they, the family called me and said, you know, come, come see Mama. So I'm here. Right. And, uh, you know, God puts us here. But I, I heard your I heard your plea for help, and I'm in the current situation where I can help a little. 
so I wanted to uh, to do this and you know make people aware that uh, special needs people have to have bands that cannot usually use a car. No, you're right. You're right. Thank so, you, buddy. Enjoy your you. enjoy your time. God bless you. We will enjoy your Labor Day and uh, my best to you and all your family. Same here, Paul. God bless. Thanks. So. Paul is a dear friend and, and actually has searchlights of the Carolinas, a company that I used to have. We, we, we rented searchlights. Now he puts those lights in the sky and what a wonderful man. I um, am left in this place of strange fruit. <laughs> you know, the, the stuff that wells up in my own heart that I really, you know, go to God with. So I wanted to share a little prayer adventure that I had this week. I was, praying and I really felt like I was in the throne of God. I really had my attention on God and I was really right there and I was enjoying his company and just marveling as you might do in prayer at times. And it was early in the morning and I, there I was. And the next thing I knew, I remembered something my boss wanted me to do and I like left the building. It was like I, I took off, my mind went way off track and after I'd been out there a couple minutes, way off track, all of a sudden it just struck me. Oh, my goodness. You walked out on the king of the universe. I mean, you walked out on God and you didn't even say, excuse me. <laughs> so I, if you could picture this, kind of come running back to God in prayer as I'm saying, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm asking for forgiveness. Lord, please forgive me. Forgive me because I, I didn't know what I was doing. I'm sorry. I would never walk out on my family or anybody else without saying, excuse me. I can't believe I walked out on you like this. And I got to tell you, he kind of got that twinkle in his eye. He gets at me sometimes and he kind of laughed and he goes, Robbie, you never left. You never left. You can't run out of my presence. <laughs> I got to tell you, that was a, that was a moment that I, um, you know, you just get this, if, if you take the time to be with him, you take the time to pray, you take the time to worship, you take the time to be thankful and spend that time, then you get those moments and they're totally unexpected. And he has such a sense of humor. Like, <laughs> I am just sitting there, you know, and all of a sudden he just, he kind of flips that little thought out there like, Robbie, you you know, you, you can say excuse yourself at the table, but you can't leave me. <laughs> well, that is really, really, really my prayer for you. It's my prayer for the applicants to the Jesus Labor Love that you know that, I mean, he is right there. And you can turn to him with just a flash of a second. And when you do that, you see you're coming through Christ to the Father, and it's complete freedom. Like Psalm 119, like David said, to run in his commandments. Because when you have a sense of what the Father wants you to do, then, man, you're just so excited to do it because it's just clear this is what I'm supposed to do, and it's going to be a blast. And so, you know, it's something all to ponder this this morning. I am grateful for an opportunity to, to share that. But as always, i got to point out that, you know, there there resources there at christiancarguy.com that that we are hoping that you will look at like i spent a lot of time this morning actually making these two little funnels 
So you can see kind of the broad way that leads to bondage. Here's a funnel. If you picture it like you used to, you know, fill sugar with a, they use a funnel. If you look at the broad way, it goes into bondage. But if you look at the straight way, if you can get in there and spend time with Jesus and not go off like me talking to squirrels, it leads to freedom, which is really what makes all this stuff worth doing. So I want to thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guys show today. I want to thank you so much for your prayers and support of the Jesus Labor Love and all that we are involved in. As, as always, I will tell you, slow down, right? Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. And with that slowing down, spend some time in prayer. It is so, it is so amazing the stuff that he will share with you if we can just slow down. So thank you for listening again. Um, to the Christian Car Guy Show.